<laughs> Welcome to Forbidden Cinema. Hey, I'm Zach. I'm Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, just really taken with this movie. Uh, we... Yeah, she would not let me wear my bolo tie to record. <laughs> we watched uh, The Best Little Whorehouse in Texas, which I wrote B-L-W-H-N-T-X on my <laughs> oh, Okay, notes. there we go. Yeah, that'll be easy. To, that, it rolls off the tongue. Right. <laughs> so tell us a little about who we are. Yeah, so we watch movies that were forbidden in our youth, whether that was childhood or teenagers, or we were so uh, jaded and highbrow at the time we were teenagers by our uh, our uh, programming that we just thought we couldn't or we shouldn't. So who knows? Um, yeah, and this we've, we've grew up grew up together. We've known each other for years, a lot, and yes. have been married for about half of those. And uh, so we're going to talk a little bit about uh, things we weren't allowed to do when we were kids. Yeah, so, you know, definitely just the title of this movie, Woo. Best Little Whorehouse in Texas. Like, who who let this movie be made at all? This is, seems like just very blatant and out there. I mean, should we throw some sort of a trigger warning on it here? Or is it just obvious <laughs> to begin with that we're going to be talking about sex work and we're not really going to be very serious about it? It's it's not serious at all. In fact, it, I think it required. It, it's very lighthearted. I mean, that's the whole point. Um, the stars of this movie are Dolly Parton and Burt Reynolds, so that already gives you a little bit of a vibe of like we don't take anything too seriously. But this one, I mean, specifically, was not like oh you can't watch this. But I, I've always known it existed. But it's like. Shh, I don't even understand what what I'm hearing when I hear this title of this movie. I mean, I remember seeing this in the papers, you know, back when we were too poor to have TV guide, back before the <laughs> internet people. Like on Saturday, it would come in the newspaper, like what was on TV that week and seeing it like, what is happening right now? What is happening right now? I wrote it down a little later, but I got busted for saying whore when I was a teenager. Oh, really? Yes, like, yes. Like, in what context? I mean, we were just over at one of the bad kids' houses, and, uh, I mean, we've talked about all our, like, jolly pirate nicknames. It was me and Bob and Hornet and Dre and Danielle. So, like, of all the... and Danielle, that was actually his name. Like, I'm sorry, your grandma's French, but you're going to name a kid in, like, 1983 Danielle and expect him not to just hate his life? Uh, yeah. But. Yeah, like everybody was like, hey, everybody say whore, say whore, say whore. Like, uh, whore. Like, we're going to tell my mom you said whore. <laughs> <laughs> and so they did, and I got busted for it. And my mom, like, would not believe me at all. Like, uh, I didn't, had no idea what the word meant. Uh, everybody was just saying, like, saying it, walking around the circle, like, having the little sing along. And then they said, like, you should say it too. And she did not believe a single word of my explanation. It's so fascinating because. There were a couple moments like that. I, I, you know, like, well, I'm just repeating what I heard. You've done a really good job of keeping me sheltered enough to right. not know what this is. Like, good on you. But now, like, it's all coming to fruition. And all of my hard work is just crumbling. They've right. said the word whore. And like, two years later, I'm like, wait a minute. It's in the damn Bible. You know what's in the damn Bible? <laughs> damn. Like, all these words I'm not allowed to say. <laughs> like, what is going on? Mass hysteria, cats and dogs. (laughs) So that's my – I woke up when we decided we were going to do this movie. I woke up in a cold sweat that night thinking back to that interaction with my mom and the neighborhood mom. I mean just – and could not get back to sleep. That's how visceral this Uh, is to me. That That's how – yeah. Us – we are those kids like getting – we – Always felt like we were going to get in trouble. Like we were the, going to be the ones that got in trouble, and we we were, were the Joels of this of this movie. I mean, 
The what? The Joel. Isn't that the guy from uh, Crap? Oh, Risky Business? You're talking about Risky Business. Yeah. Yeah, okay. That, I thought you said from this movie. Oh, gotcha, 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 gotcha. gotcha. That, Sorry. Like, that didn't make sense. There's no... The movie that is our lives, my love. <laughs> but yes, like, we, we were really, really good students, like... It was devastating. Some of my cold sweat over to like devastating grades. I mean, it's just, <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so crazy. Like how much it doesn't matter. But anyway, so that's my history with this movie is knowing that like this is my biggest shame is having said this word <laughs> <laughs> and my mother not believing me and thinking that her child is a whoremonger or whatever, <laughs> and then seeing it in the papers and like, oh no, oh no, oh no. <laughs> Yeah, it's, that immediately makes you think of our nephew because he'd be like, what does this mean? <laughs> like, when you know, like you want someone else to say the word, you're like, I'm intrigued by this and I know it's something I shouldn't be saying or asking about. He's he's like you 2.0. Like he he's figured it out. Poor kid. <laughs> <laughs> but no, he's, he's one step. Like he didn't get, he's not getting fooled. He's, That's true, yes. He's, <laughs> he's one step ahead. He's like me if I had YouTube. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah, so I didn't really one. I didn't know this was a musical. I could have assumed, I guess, it's Dolly Parton. But I wrote that at the very beginning. Like, is this an R-rated musical? There's not many of those. That's true. Not definitely at that time. And the ones there are, you think of like Hedwig, Mm -hmm. and you think of um, Spinal Tap. It's not really a musical, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, Rocky Horror. Most of the R-rated musicals have huge cult followings, and I don't feel like this one does. I don't know that any... I've never heard anyone talk about watching this movie. I mean, kids in eyeliner still watch Sweeney Todd, but like... (laughs) I mean... It's so funny, though, like, this just tells you, I mean, Dolly's amazing. We've talked about Dolly before. We're we're Tennesseans, and so Dolly is a patron saint, and she really, truly is. But the fact that someone could do a movie called The Best Little Whorehouse in Texas and just, like, ding, you know, smile, ding, and, like, unscathed. Like, <laughs> no, no one, she's not worse for wear. No one's, like, there's, no, I've never heard anyone in talking about her well she did that movie in the early 80s like no never it's like hey y'all we're gonna have a good time tonight you know like we're all gonna nudge we're all gonna wink and we're all gonna go home and it's all gonna i mean she sings a a song like about exactly what's happening in this little this little house and says ain't nothing dirty going on (laughs) (laughs) that's the song (laughs) like oh okay whatever dolly says i guess that's we'll take her word for it but I mean, just overall, like, this was, it was fun. It it had some slow moments, but overall, like, I was like, huh. Yeah, cut 10 minutes. And this is one of my favorite cinematic experiences of the last 10 years. I've, I've We try not to research this stuff. I did kind of see that this movie is not very well reviewed, but I had a blast. I mean, that's not what reviews are for. Right. Reviews are to tell you... I don't know, cinematic things about it. And it's a musical. It is of... That, that's dun, 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 I mean, it's like Oklahoma, but with boobs. You just keep talking. I'm just going like, to give you a little like... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just... It's, it's silly, and it's got a romance in it, and it's got scandal in it, as it probably would assume. It's, it, it tells you the historical you know, uh, importance of this... This, the chicken ranch is what it's called. And yeah, it it was a lot of fun. And our narrator is Gomer Pyle. It, yes. Shazam. 
Right. Uh, That's a thing that happens in yeah, this movie. It, well, one, this movie has a narrator. <laughs> a lot of the a narration. Lot of musicals do, though. I guess. Chicago has a narrator. Uh, Cabaret has a narrator. We have Little Shop of Horrors kind of has the three narrators. The, the time we watched kind I mean, of went Greek... down to three to one because they all the flu. And they're kind of like a Greek chorus, I guess. But like this is like a voiceover, you know. <laughs> this is this is a little more, yes. Yes, yes. Let me tell y'all what we're doing today. <laughs> Just in case you weren't sure. <laughs> um, but he's he's a delightful little character too. But I guess this is based on a play. Yes. yes. Um, so it, it's a musical that's already written, but then Dolly added some original pieces, which we'll get into. It has hurt my soul not to, because it's been about, what, 12 hours since we watched this movie. Yeah. We, it was getting a little too late. We couldn't record last night. I have wanted to look up, what's the history of this play? What is going on? <laughs> has this played longer? Did it have music in it originally? Is there, have there been revivals of it? I am... I'm like casting in my head, like, do we do a, I'm sure the music rights in this have got to be difficult if it was a musical first and then Dolly added. So that, that's mm. got to be tough. Right. But I'm like, what if we do a, a Broadway revival? What if we do an off-Broadway revival? What if we do a national touring revival? What if we do a Vegas residency uh, kind of revival of this thing, which I think might be the, the best way to revive this thing? Zach's thinking really big. I mean, I thought all we'd really decided on that we'd found a new karaoke duet, but... Okay. Well, I I want you... I'm challenging you for going deeper to cast the Broadway slash Vegas revival of it. Okay, well... So that's that's something you can think about here for the next few days. Okay. My most immediate, like, note, which really doesn't have anything to do with the movie, is, oh, I didn't know there was three people originally in Miller Boyette. (laughs) Does a Miller Boyette make a ton of TV shows? Like all the TV shows in the 90s, I think, are Miller Boyette productions. Like maybe Full House, maybe all of the TGAF stuff. But it was Miller Miller and somebody else's name and Boyette. I was like, ooh, what happened to that guy? Ooh, we need to figure that out. Scandal. I don't know. And I wrote um, Colin Higgins. I don't know much about him. Um, He's the director of this film. I think maybe writer and director or adapter and director. Mm -hmm. I feel like... That's, I'm going to look at him up for going deeper. I feel like he might have been he might have done that Silver Streak movie oh. with um, uh, Gene Wilder yeah. and um, was that uh, an early Wilder and um, Pryor and Pryor collab? Yes, I believe so. And I think he might have been one of the one of the first celebrities to uh, pass away from AIDS back okay. in, in the '80s. So okay, I will, we'll 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 dig deeper into him. Okay. Um, then it's have so, you know, we start off, we're learning about um, the chicken ranch in this tiny town, and it started like in 1901. And we get, you know, we've got the original proprietor, Miss Willa May, maybe. Um, there were so many Willa Mays and Ellie Mays. And, and Dolly is Mona. Mona so and, and Ed Earls and everything. Ed Earl. <laughs> Burt Bur- Reynolds' name is Ed Earl. His name is actually like Ed Ed. <laughs> Ed Earl Dodd, so his initials are Ed also, which just made me laugh out loud. But so we start getting the historical, you know, which is a really fun, you know, you got the narration, but it's a lot of like musical history because we're dealing with, you know, the 1900s all the way through. Oh, it's going kind of through the Aaron Copeland style yeah, music, music, then straight into the, the 50s and then like get the, the horns come in for the kind of the jazz. It's, it's, yeah, pretty cool it's little It's very thing. fun. But they're Put talking a pie about- Anna in the thing. In the- 
And then like the Piana gets replaced by the jukebox as time goes by. Exactly. Um, but we definitely have like, well, the boys from World War One came back and they loved it so much they threw out their sons back for World War Two. Like like, oh man. Oh man. And then it becomes called the Chicken Ranch because times got hard and they started taking poultry as currency. Well, because there wasn't, you know, during the Hoover Depression, <laughs> and it was hard to find uh, cash money. So there's a reunion of the, or the reuse of the barter system. So chicken. This is all this guy's chicken. It's just lined up. But then, then they show like their ba- the back. It's like, just thousands. It's, it's like almost this huge, like beautiful cinematic <laughs> shot of like girls out tending to chickens. Just a huge field of chickens. Like no coops. It's like the, the the hills are alive scene, <laughs> except it's like this is how many dudes we boned. Like, right, it's like oh, oh, like we're keeping score. It's it's a lot. <laughs> we ran out of room on the on the bedpost for notches. So. Right, right. So yeah, then if they were gonna do that now, they would get like industrial light and magic, and there would just be fields of chickens as far as the eye could see. But it was, yeah, real life actual chickens, um, and there were a lot of them. But they kind of like moved like away. It was actually this weirdly beautiful shot. Um, <laughs> but so then we meet. So Miss Willamay passes away, and she leaves her house, and you know, to her favorite, her favorite high class call girl, and that's Miss Dolly, who comes down the stairs looking like Mae West, <laughs> with her big like the. Once we get to this era, which I guess is probably late 70s, early 80s, like when it's actually taking place, the fashion is wild because it's like Dolly looks like she is literally, you know, in one of those pictures that you took at Gatlinburg, (laughs) Um, which she could be. She could just randomly show up and be in your picture in Gatlinburg. That's where that's where her her uh, Dolly. That's where Dollywood is. Um, And then we've got chicks in cat suits. We've got chicks just in, you know, lingerie all the time. It's it's all over the place, like, you know, leg warmers, because it's obvious that all of our girls here are Broadway dancers. And they like they're like shoulder, 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 kickball change, kickball change, like, you know, all these very precise dance moves. And they're dressed like like a from general casting, like this whole like how can we make this very diverse looking group of people and like, you know, everyone's attracted to somebody kind of vibe. I don't know. I have. a little bit of a veer, but in, she's talking about how the where they're talking about how the you know it's a high class joint. You know nobody's nobody's allowing anybody to be anything but a lady, and then mm-hmm. they talk about the uh, clap testing. Right, <laughs> they talk about that. Are you familiar with how you test? No, there's a reason they call it the clap, and that's because you just sort of stand there, take both hands, and Blah. and see if anything comes out. Ah, gross! <laughs> Ew! Ew! Ugh. That's some World War One for you right there. We lost more more boys to disease than to enemy fire. Well, this this well, I guess this was in a, a safe space. I, I don't know. <laughs> but Dolly comes out in this red dress, and I, I kind of had thoughts like, "Ooh, I wonder if Reba was inspired by this red dress." Because I don't know if y'all know Reba McIntyre, but she's kind of got this like legendary red dress that she's worn in award shows. And I think she just brought it back out and wore it again recently. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, but. She comes out in this red, red dress. She starts singing a song. Talking about one, it's just a little old pissant town. I know that's a thing people say, but it it's like part of the chorus <laughs> of this song. Like, they just keep saying pissant. I'm like, that's just weird. It's just so, it's not melodic at all. No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. But there is a line in the song. 
where Dolly just being Dolly is giggly all whatever that she like threatens to shoot pimps in this song is what she says. Like, okay. I don't know if it's still hard out there for a pimp, but it's definitely hard in there. Yes. No, like she'll. Not in the chicken ranch. Not at the chicken ranch. Dolly. Dolly got her a double barrel shotgun. Exactly. Exactly. I said, welcome Bert and Dolly. And I associate Bert and Dolly as just a duo in entertainment. I don't know if they ever did anything else together. I'm going to go deeper on that. Do you have any, do you remember them doing anything else together? I don't think so. But they're delightful. They are. I think back to, I have seen one of, just, we talked about, there's a podcast that we listened to where they were talking about any movie that played 150 times a week on Comedy Central is just now ingrained in your brain. And Airheads is probably the number one. But one of the Cheech and Chong movies used to play all the time on Comedy Central. And it's a big, like, everybody's headed to a movie festival. Mm-hmm. And they get there, and they were supposed to cancel. They ran out of money, so they canceled everybody but Bert and Dolly. But they accidentally left Cheech and Chong are the only ones that show up. <laughs> and so they're walking around the whole time calling them Mr. Bert and Mr. Dolly. <laughs> nice. So that, that's, that's, what, that's where my kind of history with this movie comes in, is kind of my dad's humor, <laughs> Cheech and Chong. Got it, got it. No, I don't know. I mean, I I don't even usually associate them. Um, I usually think of Bert and Sally Fields because aren't they in the whatever car chasey? Is it Cannonball Run? Is that it, or am I? Is that something that, else? Or one of the other ones? Or I can't remember the trucker one. Something he's got a bunch of he's got a bunch of stuff where he wears cowboy hats and he he I mean, drives he's really in, fast. in a truck or a T bird or a Camaro. He, he's in he has some hat and some car and maybe a vest. You know, maybe, <laughs> maybe he's on an airboat. I don't know. You know, maybe. Um, yeah, I did. Like, Definitely has a lot of chest hair and a mustache. For real, <laughs> really. Um, when, I I know enough that when you uh, deep dive Playboy on on this, you're gonna probably you're gonna find him not probably in Playboy, but he has a bearskin rug photo i think you can't tell where the bear skin starts and burr reynolds <laughs> yeah i don't know is that from like a playgirl type it magazine might, or is it, it from was. a you know just another i don't know we'll have to isn't the new series about the men or the ladies men's magazine whatever that's called what, what's a what's a uh, the, the lady version of a men's magazine called the lady version of a men's yeah, magazine. Yeah, I think there's a new series starting on HBO Max this weekend. So, I don't know. Maybe we'll have to oh, report back. Oh, was that called Minx? I, it might be. The show? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, like, so what's like a porno mag for ladies called? Probably. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't, th- I don't think that that's a thing. Wasn't, like, wasn't around long enough to really have a thing. I don't know. Was I it mean, getting passed around in the lockers? No, <laughs> never, never, ever. Not at all. And we talked about how I had a good friend who, who passed away a few years ago, but she always wanted me to take her Tower Records and watch watch her back so she could sneak a look at the Playgirl magazine on the <laughs> rack. I mean, I've been to a Playgirl review at a Cotton Eye Joe in Knoxville. Um, I'd had a bad breakup and my girlfriends were like, let's go. And it was interesting. It was probably just like G-strings and stuff. There yeah, were probably yeah. no like. No. Yeah. In case you haven't heard, Playgirl magazine, things are like full on no engorged around and on display no 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 no. there was this was not this was like a dance this was like like a chippendales yeah kind of but like of mtv era chippendales gotcha gotcha. there we go that's exactly what that was in fact i was like is that eric niece it might be (laughs) it could have been (laughs) the next thing i have is did you want to tell the story about your ethiopian cab driver Oh, yeah, I 
I hadn't even thought about that. I had gone to D.C. and we flew in. Where we flew in was not really close. It was one of those things like to get like a cab all the way back. So I'm I'm leaving. The other person I went with had left earlier. And so I'm leaving by myself and getting a cab. And usually, I mean, this is kind of pre-Uber, really. No, Um, definitely. Yeah. This was years before Uber. I guess so. Yeah. And so, you know, just getting a cab, the... The, the hotel, we're at a conference, so it's a nice hotel, grabs it, we're going to go in and go into the airport, and, you know, it's it's quiet, and the, the guy's like, oh, where are you going? And and I, I said, you know, I'm going home, I'm going to Nashville, and he's like, Nashville? And he was, he was so excited, and he, like, puts in his, I don't remember, I feel in my heart of hearts, like he pushes a cassette in, but it's not, it can't be. It's way too late for that. And we're just listening to Islands in the Stream and Jolene, and he's just talking about like Music City and loving Music City. And he just talked the whole time all the way to the airport. And it was, it was delightful. That's just what Dolly Parton does. Yes. Yes. It's just, just brings people together. Yes. Everyone loves her and it's, yeah, you know, all someone that you would have sat silently and not thought you had anything in common with. Um, it was great. I loved it. Boy, I didn't take a lot of notes for a while. The next thing I have is when they're kind of having their getaway. And I said that Jenny likes it when I walk around with my pants around my ankles. <laughs> Shuffling around. Because <laughs> Bert's sitting there just shuffle, shuffle, yes, shuffle, shuffle, so shuffle. so weird. Like, this is like our... Alaska, like a totally different vibe. The last movie we saw was someone shuffling with pants around their ankles. It was mur- murder, later murderous intent. But yeah, was, this was weird. So, so here, here's you know, little backstory of of the movie. So there's the chicken ranch. We're back in present day. Uh, Gomer Pyle has brought us up to date, and we've got the sheriff. The sheriff got the got the mule off the lady's car. Yeah. <laughs> Sheriff is a little bit hot tempered, but like he just drives fast and yeah, he's just a Texas, Texas town sheriff. It's still early eighties, but dressing like, you know, got got a cowboy hat. Everybody's got cowboy hats in this movie. And so I think they just we don't really she she comes in, she's dropping off some charity donations for, the, for the little league the teams. little league teams and the the ladies the ladies in there they love her but you can tell it's a little it's a little slightly awkward and they're like oh well, the sheriff wanted to you know he wanted to say thank you and say hi and she's like well tell him hi and hi like it's all and then so she leaves and we see him driving super fast we just like kind of back and forth he's on a backcountry road and he's driving like crazy I don't know where he's going but he pulls into this, you know, little little house and goes in, and I guess it's his house. And she's she's in bed, um, and we are to quickly understand they have a regular rendezvous, and that no one apparently knows about. It seems like nobody knows about it. It seems like everybody knows everything in the town except for that. Except That's for a that, good, good good on them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Gomer has no idea. No, he he keeps showing up <laughs> and talking about Reader's Digest, but but yeah, so. Yes, that's where we are. Um, he's like, you, you, you beat me to it. She's, uh, and uh, so he's taking his clothes off and shuffling around in his boots with his pants. Or like, he's just silly. Um, and so she's gone and bought something from Fredericks of Hollywood, which just made me laugh because <laughs> that seemed. Now, Victoria's Secret was one thing, but Fredericks of Hollywood. Oh, man, it was all the way at the corner of the mall, across from the arcade of all places. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, but it was like, oh, I mean. It seemed super scandalous. Oh, and my high school girlfriend brought out that catalog, and I was like, you know, I mean, 
you know, my mom had a Victoria's Secret catalog with that Frederick's. Oh, man. <laughs> like, the note, this is not, no, I don't know how to respond. Like, <laughs> shut down, shut down, like, pull back into myself, pull back into myself. Oh, uh, man. I did buy the garter that I wore on our wedding day for Frederick's of Hollywood. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I can go in here. <laughs> It felt very like I have every right to be in here right now. Actually, I was going to ask you: Had you ever been in, and have you ever uh, ever do any mail order purchases? No, I don't even. I think they're defunct. Um, actually, I don't even know if they exist anymore. Yeah, I think they filed for bankruptcy a couple years back. I'll, I'll, I'll deep dive the history of Fredericks <laughs> of Hollywood for you guys. But but yeah, that's that was you know like I, I can go in here and not even I get caught. Even if somebody <laughs> I know sees me, it's perfectly fine. <laughs> I can be in here. That's that's the world we come from. It's like somebody's always watching. Somebody's always watching. And somebody oh always goodness. knows your mom. Like <laughs> always. But so yeah, she's getting got something sexy from Fredericks of Hollywood. She like does a you know super quick change, and she's bought him something too. And uh, we have a whole back and forth, which is they just they're really fun. I mean, you know, like they're here to hook up, but it's more than that, and you know that like they they get each other, they they are playful, like, and so it's just a fun snip into a relationship that they haven't really admitted as a relationship he says a year with you is like a minute of sheer happiness and she's like that's so sweet and i'm like does that mean anything <laughs> i have no idea i got it. I like um a year with you is like a minute of like is that good i i i I, I've been thinking about it. I just have a big question mark. <laughs> I just said sneaking around with you guys. I don't know if this is available karaoke, but if it if we do, we might have found our new karaoke jam. Oh, they so so newsflash, Burt Reynolds sings in this movie too. Newsflash, I was gonna go deeper on whether but I just put this on Spotify to just have something playing while I was making brunch for Jenny today. And then just Burt Reynolds has an artist page. <laughs> so he's he has uh, sung more times than just this. Oh yeah, we were listening to it. It is varied <laughs> um some of it like, when i first came home i was like this sound like i just figured though this must be something additional to the soundtrack and you've really gotten in the mood and i was like oh wait no i don't think so and then then he's like singing about a tree and there could be a rope swing in it and is he singing is he talking i don't know it's <laughs> it's it's something else for sure all right and then i've got just dolly's giggle like she just, oh man and she just giggles it's so cute can't even I was reading an interview with her a while back, and it's it, it I'm, I'm going to be paraphrasing, but it kind of stuck with me. It was actually about Burt Reynolds, and you know, and like you know, he was, you know, lovely. You know, loved him like a brother. You know, like everybody wants to think we had some big affair, but like I think what she said was that uh, if I had slept with everyone, the paper said I'd never have time to get nothing done. <laughs> and she like, like, and all the ones I did sleep with, you never heard about. <laughs> I love Dolly. <laughs> Uh, I mean, like her motto is like, it costs a lot to look this cheap. I mean, that's, she says that all the time. I mean, she's coming up on what, like 70th anniversary of, of her marriage. Of her marriage. Yeah. I think so. And they're, they're real low key. Yeah, like, I know. I know. Very, very. She just wrote a book with James Patterson. I keep getting advertised on Facebook. Like she has. Didn't a, Bill Clinton write a book with James Patterson a while back? I think that James Patterson just like writes books with everybody but i'm I'm curious like because it's like usually his books are like political thrillers so 
what, what, what is something with Dolly? Like, it just sounds fascinating. Speaking of political thriller, I said, so then Tucker Carlson shows up and screws up everything. <laughs> it does look like Tucker Carlson. <laughs> you got the same haircut. Oh, my gosh. It's Dom DeLuise with the worst hair I've ever seen in my whole life. Right. So let's shut down the chicken ranch. Then we'll uh, we'll de- debunk the election. And then we'll, uh, we'll get a bunch of people not to get vaccinated. Good job. All right. So... <laughs> political corner over <laughs> well and um i did just say in the last episode you know about porky and it's like i'm sure he calls someone a, a peckerwood and here burt reynolds calls you know it's some southern man calling someone a peckerwood i love it what it is and um, male shapewear on televangelists yeah i said enhancement <laughs> um yeah, and his weird uniform, like he's in the cavalry or something. He's got the something. girdle, he's got the shoulder, shoulder pads, pads that he stripes on underneath his uniform. Yeah, and, and his, then the sock. Then of his course. sock in his in his in his crotch. Yeah. He even shapes it. It's unseemly. Um and that ha- I mean that I was surprised like that it didn't come back. The like of him being fully exposed, mm-hmm. so to speak. But yeah, they never really got the better of him. He, no, he really didn't get his comeuppance. Um, that 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 is why my major takeaway is like, oh, we could have had a little bit of where are they now because we had Gomer Pyle giving us all the 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 closing it out, but we didn't find out. Like it just seemed like he was still there's some there's some sort of sex scandal or some sort of money scandal. There's something. I mean, this is before the Jim Baker scandal, so maybe, I don't know, but there, there's something, something that they could have done. But basically, yeah, it's like an expose type of show. He has singers that made me think of traveling revivals that we had as as kids. Um, you know, they're in their little dresses and they're singing about him and singing about, you know, whatever the, they're, they're talking about things that he is exposed. It's like that there aren't as many nuts in a chocolate bar. As- he says nuts so many times. It's like he, there's there's a dub, some double entendre for there. sure. I mean, I love Dom DeLuise, and I don't. I was telling you, and I'll I'll have to look for for going deeper where when he became part of like me knowing who he was because I feel like he was a character as a kid. Like right. I knew who he was. I didn't know a ton of actors. I knew a lot of older actors, but I knew who he was. And I feel like I he's in a sitcom why. as a character. I feel like I remember just him doing magic tricks on Regis and Kathy Lee. I mean, I know I mean, he's the voice of the cat um, in Fievel. Okay, um, okay. But it would have been before that, I'm pretty sure, because it was I recognized and knew who he was as a person. Right. I feel but, like, is he a butler or a stepdad or a, he's, uh, something? He, I don't know. He's in something. And I said, what TV tapings have you been to? Oh, I'm not sure if I have been really? to a TV taping. Oh, I've been to TV tapings. I went to Top Card, which used to be a, a <laughs> game show that was filmed here. Um, I've been to Grand Ole Opry Oh, I've been tapings. to Nashville Star. Nashville Star. I've been to Nashville Star. Alicia and to, I went. Oh, I was too young to remember, but some like talk show for CMT that's filmed here, or maybe for TNN, the Nashville Network. I just remember him having the quiet please and the applause signs. Oh, I've actually wow. seen that in real life, That's the light fun. up applause sign. Yeah, National Star that was like right outside of Opryland, and then we went and we got Jack in the Box tacos, and which those of you who know, you should never get a Jack terrible, in the Box taco. But it was late and nothing else was open, <laughs> not even Taco Bell, which we're not eating right now because they're they're Russian, yes, apparently, but. Also, I don't think it was, it was probably a taping for maybe a concert video, but it was in a church. It had Carl Perkins, Rodney Crowell, 
um, oh, Cash, daughter Cash, um, Susanna Cash. Is that right? Suzanne Cash? That sounds right. The Jordanaires. Oh, wow. Like it was, and so I know they were taping it, but I don't feel like it was like a TV taping. I think it was like a... Something that was going oh, yeah. to be. I've been like long form music video right. tapings before, but yeah, like TV show tapings are, are a blast. I think that's the only one that I can think of. I think on my list, of, on my bucket list might be to go to a sitcom. Li- you know, this is a film for a live <laughs> studio audience. I'm one of them. Woo! You know? <laughs> I mean, there will never be like another married with children audience where everybody's Friends part or... of the character, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, especially married with children. Everybody's like, yeah, woo! Oh, you know? Right, and, like, right. The audience is the view is the character of the viewer right. you know they're hooting and hollering at the girls when they come out and booing the girls who have short hair and just you know it, it's gross but it's it was a time right so yeah we've got this he's just one of those people who's just gonna as if he's righteous which he tells us even he's got the thickest southern accent but he's from new jersey mm-hmm. um he moved to texas <laughs> like six years six ago, years ago. <laughs> Um, so it's like we already know like he's just found a way to make money he's found a way to get popular found a way to to get in front of people and that's what he but he's gonna do and they just show you know people all the people tuning in and watching him um and they're just like clips of like people making comments comments and it's like they have a black guy watching he goes can you dig it i was like dang it uh, like there's there's a, a a small very small very uh, or i say token amount of representation in this movie it's still early. I'm kind of surprised that we have a Texas movie and and there is. But even then, I was like, come on, y'all. You can do better we than that. We can do better than that. I got to say, like, where's John Waters when you need him? I feel like, like, well, how is this happening? And John Waters isn't just like, like peeking around the corner. Like, hey, I can do this a little better. You know? uh, and then I just have, because we see... Um, Every time we see Burt Reynolds driving, he's driving like a maniac. And I have like, is this pre-Dukes of Hazzard? Um <laughs> And then I just have, they're singing, and they're singing "Stop That Copulation." <laughs> I have "Stop That Copulation" they're in quotes like, on my like page. They're just like clapping, like "Stop That Copulation," "Stop That," like, like, <laughs> like gospel singers. Oh, like someone's gonna start like running down the aisle and waving their hands. Because I have, um, I forgot if he says James Dean or Jimmy Dean. I think he says Jimmy Dean. I think he's talking about the sausage guy. Yes, he okay. is. Does Madonna in the Vogue? Song does she say Jimmy Dean instead? Like she might actually. And that's the right, but I still feel like James Dean's the the actor who right. Rebel Without a Cause who died young, and Jimmy Dean's the sausage guy. It's the Correct. same name, right? I, I feel like she was trying to cram a syllable in where maybe it didn't really need to be done. Actually, I think it, I'm thinking it might be James Dean. It might be James Dean. Okay, I'm, I'm we'll, have, right, we'll like, have to I'll have to go deeper on the lyrics to yeah, Vogue for like, you. Um, Ginger Rogers, Fred Astaire, danced on air. Like that, yeah. There's. Anyway, I have, get my heart pills. The guy says it's <laughs> watching, um, and it's one of the biggest disappointment—not disappointments, but one of the biggest like, huh? That's fake. That's a huge thing in movies and whatever. You know, everything from like Dennis the Menace, get my nerve medicine, to uh, Killing Mr. Griffin. I actually have a first printing Killing Mr. Griffin. It's a book that I read as a teenager that I absolutely love, and it they tie him up to scare him, and he isn't able to get to his heart pills, so he dies. But it's not actually how nitrates work. Sorry. <laughs> Being a pharmacist, all of a sudden now, you just, it ruins that whole thing of like, if they don't get your heart pills, you're going to die. It, it just it just helps with, with chest pain. It with, just makes chest pain go away. It doesn't solve anything. Just the suspense, the yeah. suspense of it. They're getting word that 
His name is Melvin P. Thorpe. I think the guy who who show likes to come and do exposés. They get word that he's coming for the chicken ranch, mm-hmm. um, and so they're trying to to stop it because it's like it's good for their economy. It doesn't hurt anybody. Like this is longstanding, and like we don't want all this. So Burt Reynolds goes and try. That's when he meets him, and we see all all of this like underpinnings of his character, and um, of course he is gets the impression like oh, of course not of course we won't and then he gets he gets exposed himself so then he heads he's gonna head to town and burt reynolds is fired up and someone in the background says he's mean but he's ours <laughs> i said like i'm applauding a police officer abuse his power <laughs> after two episodes ago we like give this huge expose of our local police department and and their misuse of force and, and then we're like i'm like woo burt get him <laughs> Punch him, Bert. Punch him. Well, so what we what on the 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 spectrum is a self-seeking politicians or self-seeking self-promoting righteous people who we know aren't. Um, they are. We we want to see them smited more. Right. That's that feels right. That's exactly <laughs> where. We've been abused more by televangelists than we have by police officers in our life. That's part of this whole conversation. <laughs> that, that's that why having. that's why we're doing that's why we're fifty weeks in almost to right. recording podcasts Pretty about our much. childhood traumas. Right. I have I have he he calls him there's so much alliterated insults that are happening and it's great and i started writing them down and then i don't know if like, we'd pause it for a second but i just have like over padded a blank line and turd i don't remember what the <laughs> in the middle was it was good <laughs> but that, that's the level of insulting that we have so much so that i didn't even notice that he was that he was cursing i a think lot. they bleeped I, more than um, there were some swear words in there but i think they bleeped more than they really had yeah, to, to make him to make seem, him seem worse. like that's what i thought too i'm like well maybe he did because he, he's not not swearing but yeah it's like the the insults are great they're they're top of the notch Less, a, sorry go ahead that's no, no, fine there's a scene in happy gilmore where he's being bleeped out when he's screaming and hitting and whatnot, and he's just like bleep 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 piece of monkey. The stop there for just a second. That comic beat is just perfect. It's one of the most pure, just hilarious moments in stupid film. But I mean, comedy can be stupid. If it makes you laugh, and sometimes the rhythm is the most important part. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And I said, could have been a spaceship. I don't remember why I said that. Oh, I do, because okay. I have another note. Okay, so they they kind of like, oh, well, you know, we dealt with that guy, and he, he uh, knocked him into the fountain, and he ran away. And I guess they kind of think that they won. The town did a little bit, that they 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 made a fool out of Melvin P. Thorpe, and so he's going to go away. So then Dolly says, you know what? Like we should, we should grab some beers and go up to the to the lake that's and watch right. some stars. Okay, that's right. Which now like it's like that's something that we haven't done in a long time. And like, oh, that's sweet. Like you know, so they're going and they're hanging out and they're looking at the stars and and talking. And there's a shooting star, and she's like, might be a spaceship. And uh, and uh, he's he's like, like, do you believe in aliens? And he's like, yeah. She's like, bald heads, little hands and feet. And he says, no pecker. She says, then I'm not interested. No, no peckers. I ain't interested. <laughs> 
<laughs> I feel like this movie would have been wild if aliens had shown up. <laughs> it, they could have. It. I'm like that episode of Friends. It's like, no, I'm going back to my spaceship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like he's playing like a James Dean type character, <laughs> like a rebel without a cause, and he's like, like tell your daughter, like to look me up because I'm gonna want to meet her. It's like, ah. <laughs> But yeah, this movie could have been wild if just aliens had landed. It could have been, I mean, that would have been um, like original Casino Royale level crazy. Yes, just wacky. I mean, it, it could have, but it stayed, it, the tone stayed the same. Yes. And I wrote that that's what the Bible says about aliens. It's in Ezekiel. She's <laughs> like, Donald Joker is like most of my family's Baptist. Like, same. <laughs> and then I just have an extra note. It's like, her wigs. Mm. Mwah. I love all her wigs. I mean, she's she is totally uh, open about like all all the wigs, but like all her hairstyles are so intricate and big, and you know that's what she wears normally. But it just fits right in this Texas vibe. It's just fun. And her she gives a little treaties on religion there for a minute, basically just about I just wish everybody would be better to everybody, and you mm-hmm. know it's like. Were my parents scared about the cussing and the sex, the naked ladies, or were they just scared I might get some rational, responsible religion? Ooh, burn! <laughs> it, it had all the right, it had all the right features of a good burn. Part of it hurt a little bit. It stung. <laughs> I'm making it that '70s show reference. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, no, uh, yeah. I think I think my parents would have rather me see naked ladies than realize you could have responsible, rational religion where you didn't have to hate anybody. Ugh, sorry. <sighs> and we we say that and, and we've had relatively, we've had good relationships with our parents. And so we're not trying to say they were hateful people, but. They they, all, they always meant well. Everybody they never meant, meant well. ill will to but anybody. But that doesn't mean that. But people told them they had to hate other people. And right. that's just, that's just the way of things in, in the community we came from. And we're small scale trying to do what we can do to not perpetuate that. Yes, yes. Hence is why we don't have children, probably. But anyway. So um, Texas football. (laughs) (laughs) The Aggies versus some other team that didn't win. Right. Yeah. Giga Maggies, (laughs) which is actually the thing. And that's within the locker room. But the girls. So apparently it is tradition for the Alumni Association to treat the seniors uh, whichever team wins uh, whichever the big team wins, Texas American football game um, to a, a night at the chicken ranch. Like, all right. You so know. I guess we have uh, – let's set the stage a little bit. So, you know, she's agreed to shut the thing down till the till the heat dies down. Right, exactly. And so everybody's everybody's cool. It's going to be like two months. Like, okay, great. And like, but we got the game tomorrow. The like, party's it, a bigger tradition than the game, she says. <laughs> Okay, this is a Thanksgiving Day game. Um, and so, like, well, you know, one night's not going to hurt. Like, that's famous last words to everything. It, it won't hurt if I just do this this one time. If I just sneak out this one time, we just go to this one party. But, yeah, of course. So the Aggies win, and the girls are like, man, they're just so loud. They just yeehaw all the time. Like, well, I guess that's, that's what we got to do. But... They're in the locker room after the game, and they ask the senator, are you going to – are we still going to the chicken ranch? like, I always keep my campaign promises. <laughs> and then it's like – But it's the senator who's taking them out. Yes, yes, exactly. Um, and so then we have a musical – like, we have a full-blown musical in the locker room just in jock straps. <laughs> And we actually have men in showers. As I said, flip that porky shower. A little something for the ladies. How are you? Are you getting a little hot under the collar? No, not at all. There's some really bad tan lines. <laughs> um, but 
But yeah, I, I, I thought that was a little little fair play, which was nice. But also, yeah, that's some interesting. Like, so we're gonna have a musical number, and we're, people are gonna be pushing each other around in big giant laundry baskets, and people are being jock straps and slapping each other with towels. It's gonna be a good old time. And uh, Broadway guys are like, yeah, absolutely, let's do it. <laughs> and there's so many white jeans. Oh, man. So many pairs of white jeans happening. But I was like, it's like an Opryland show. We're going to come back to that. Okay. We're going to come back to that in a minute. But I was starting to get on my phone to look something up about gym neighbors or something. And Mm -hmm. you're like, you're missing it. And I look back up and it's all these like 72 guys on the back of a pickup truck headed to the chicken ranch. Right. Because their bus breaks down or their bus gets a flat tire. And some little old man who can barely see, like they all pile in. They're just like fanned out. Like on either side of this pickup truck, like and I on said, the come down to Nashville on a Saturday night to Broadway, and that's what it looks like. <laughs> it does, it does for sure. That's what um, I don't know if any any of y'all have been to a bachelorette party um, on Broadway. That's it feels like it's a parade. Like we just have floats, <laughs> um, not fun ones. Um, every starting starting at thir- on Thursdays, uh, all the way through the weekend, barges. Open trucks, things with sloshy hot tubs, which we've talked about. The hot tub got shut down. They didn't have a pool permit. Exactly. I love that so much. <laughs> I I just I, I told I've I said love this before. Old white men sitting in chambers in whatever, trying to figure like, out flipping, how to shut things books. down. That's where all those law books come into play. <laughs> <laughs> it's like there's no laws about this. Nobody ever thought to make a law about this. How are we gonna? But, but I don't like it. How do we shut it down? Uh. It's rare that I agree with with those, but this one I agree with. It is a public nuisance. Like some like eighteen eighty three thing about whatever like says there can't be an internet in in, in Nashville. So. <laughs> oh, and I was like, is it sm- like there's so many seniors on this team? Their next year is shot. Like <laughs> you know, from a football standpoint, like are they all going to redshirt? I mean, this just seems like ridiculous. Um, there's a little sports for you. There we go. <laughs> So they have a huge musical number, the number with a huge amount of ladies and not a lot of clothing. And I said, uh, I was used to get bored at dance numbers at Opryland, mm-hmm. but uh, if they dressed like this, it might have kept my attention. <laughs> well, they did have the the whole. It was the buttons and bows one. Like I can't remember how the song goes, but basically, like someone who likes to, wear, you know, one of the girls likes to wear more like buckskin and one buttons and bows, and they trade clothes. They do it. They do it in a way that nobody like shows anything but they they do like there are some like some undressing and this is their in these big giant pageant ball gowns at the chicken ranch and they just like rip their skirts off and they're all dancing around and it's like it's it's the happiest little like two steps i've seen in thongs like it's just <laughs> i mean it, it's so funny because the dancing is so like so good and proficient i mean there's like a thong or two in chicago but that's not the kind of dancing they're doing no, you know? so th- no this they're is... posing they're posing in chicago like they're you know even there would be a thong but there's like fishnets and everything there's just layers on layers like and this is not this is there's no, actually so few layers um i bet she's not wearing tights scandalous oh my <laughs> oh if our little girls <laughs> from the forbidden ballet could have any uh, could see this oh, oh no my goodness. no absolutely not i'm gonna hey be- girls let me let me take y'all out to a <laughs> you are on a list you are on a list oh then, then we do actually have a little bit of like what feels like dirty dancing like a little you know the like throw your head back and, and whatever weaved into this little like um hootenanny uh two-step in what, what what are those called why can't i think 
a square dance on a square dance. So I'm sorry. I have the, we pan away from the big musical number party to Gomer, and he's just kind of walking down the street and he's humming Texas Has a Whorehouse, <laughs> the song from the televangelist. Or the, he's not a televangelist. He's a media. He's, um, he, but he's coming across very much like a yeah. televangelist. Um, he, yeah, like he's got gospel singers in the back. and But yeah, that, that's his song. Texas like, has... Texas got a whorehouse in it. Something. I don't know. Well, yeah, Gomer's humming the song. It's, it's very Scotty doesn't know. <laughs> if any of you have ever seen Euro, If you haven't seen Eurotrip, it is the smartest stupid movie from that era. And there's a song with uh, Matt Damon and what uh, just everybody is singing the song the whole movie. And then so we then Dolly retires. Everybody goes to their separate rooms and has their has has what they're there for. And I just have of course she'd have a pin with a feather on it. Like <laughs> she's just like in her robe and making notes. I don't we know. We could have used a little bit of a little bit of a sound effect on the pen. <laughs> <laughs> and so then. Melvin, I really think that he should have gotten in trouble for this because Mel- Melvin P. Thorpe, he breaks into the chicken ranch, like with bolt cutters, breaks into a private property and comes in with cameras and just raids the place and runs in as filming everybody. There's lots of, this is probably, we see the most topless moments. Like he rips the one girl's uh, towel away. I mean, yeah, I mean, is- it's, it's, it's like everybody's doing this on their own time in their own space. Like, we're not bringing this out to the light. That, that's that's kind of the thing. It's like, is it morally an issue? I don't know. Maybe, probably. That's up to to you individually. But the re like one of the main things, it's not on TV. Right. Um, and so that's thing. Like, and then he walks in, and people are smoking a joint. And he goes, "They're smoking cocaine." <laughs> I wrote that too. <laughs> what an idiot. Oh my gosh. So we have some bad publicity, um, mm-hmm. and then of course the senator is in there. Right. And I said that must have been drugged by communists or communist sympathizers. <laughs> I have no memory of that event. That's his press conference. Yes. <laughs> yes. I don't have a lot of notes after this, honestly. Like, it was just kind of, it's all unfolding. We have a lot of the drama of, so, you know, she said that they'd shut down and, you know, and they didn't. And so they get caught and, and you know, it's coming down on the sheriff because it's, why hasn't he shut this down, even though it's been going on for hundreds of years? And um, so he goes and he has a dream. He does have a dream to be part of the legislature. That's something he shares under the stars. And um, so they fight. And then we have a little bit. We have a little bit of a, a hint of a theme of a song. I said, my heart is starting to melt. Like, is, I, it, is it going to happen? Is it, is it going to happen? Y'all, do you want to know who Dolly will always love? <laughs> It's Burt Reynolds. Is that really originally from this or is it earlier? I don't know. I'm, I'm going to go deeper on that. I we don't. all know it's not The Bodyguard, which no. The Bodyguard should probably go on our, on our it list. It probably should. I had that soundtrack. It was racy. That was definitely something that the – I don't want to get too into my parents here, but that was definitely something where, you know, talking about like, well, that's a interracial relationship and that's just – nothing particularly wrong with it, but it's just not who we are when asking to see that movie and – that so that's where I come from, guys. Nobody ever meant anybody any harm, but you don't have to mean some harm to say and do some harmful things. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, I mean, I knew Dolly wrote this song. I knew that it existed in the world outside of Whitney Houston covering it. I remember seeing um, an interview with Dolly. Like, I guess she'd okayed it, but okayed it like way out, you know, for it to be covered and, and didn't really, like, I guess kind of once you do that, you're not like a part of the collaboration, you know, you just okay it. And she was in the car 
and heard it come on, heard it come on the radio and just oh, like wow. stopped and pulled over and was just like so and Whitney owns the song oh too. she's I mean, like she, she was, yeah it's amazing she was like just so in awe and just yeah, of, we love of, Dolly but there's she doesn't have the vocal range you know she's just a delightful person right with, a, with she's, a beautiful voice but boy Whitney can yeah I mean so Whitney's yeah so we're talking about I will always love you if you're if you're not sure but yes sorry I will we always assume love everybody you else is, is from is this. in this movie and we we have it as they're as they're fighting because we know that they love each other, um, even though they're not in a relationship. And he does have kind of a platonic relationship with a quote unquote proper lady in town, you know. And so she she kind of knows, but they've made it evident that like they aren't seeing anybody else really, like that they are just with each other. But so while he's walking and being sad, we hear a little bit of of the musical score of it. I was like, wait, what? Are we gonna have this song in this movie? Like. This pivotal song in this movie about a chicken ranch <laughs> <laughs> brothel. <laughs> like, all right, all right. But if, so, of course, like, so that that's a little bit of the thing. Like, the chicken ranch has to shut down. It shuts down. The girls have to go. They all kind of have a little moment of like, what am I gonna do? And it's a little sad. A, yeah, I've got a little before okay, that. I mean, because we go to we go to Arlington. Is it Arlington? Is that the the head of the where's where's Texas? What's oh the, Austin? Austin, yeah, we go to. Oh man, the governor. The governor yeah. is amazing. We have a line. I don't remember even who said this, but we have. I don't give a damn if someone wants their ass tickled by a feather. In my view, that's what heaven's all about. Yeah, I, that must be. That has to be a line that I. Can't I don't know if that's read. the senator or the governor. I don't remember who says that. But uh, yes, yeah, as it heaven is a tickle, is an ass tickle with a feather. Okay. That's what that says. I was like, I don't know what that that's, says. I think that's what he says. I don't give a damn. Someone wants their ass well, tickle. Out, out of context, that's what heaven's all about. Uh, I, I I don't remember who that is. It's a, it's some meeting. I think it's in it, it's in the town. It like might be the journalist. Or, maybe maybe. Yeah. But so yeah, we we go to Austin because. Ed, Ed Earl's gonna um, gonna go to the governor go and to get, the get governor. all this shut down. Like he's gonna understand. Yeah. And I I don't remember who this actor is. I feel like I see this actor be usually being more menacing, but he's got this cute little like going to sidestep a little shimmy. Like every time a little shimmy, he's like just do a little sidestep. Like so he doesn't you know like a typical politician, he doesn't have to answer. He just says that a bunch was a of words. Great song. He's like I'm not going to lie to you, and he just runs away. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody's like, well, what is he? like I don't know what he said. And he just pops up here, pops up there. But he does this hilarious thing with his hat. He's facing. He puts his cowboy hat on sideways, and then turns his head real quick to go, and it's on his head properly, and he runs away. He does like. <laughs> Two or three times. It's, it's great. It's so funny. If I were to tell you, he was actually nominated for an Oscar for this performance. I would believe it. It, it was, was one of the shortest performances ever nominated. It's, He's like eight minutes of screen time or something. It's really great. It is. It is really, really great. Um, So I, I, I believe it in that it is high caliber for that, but I... It's hard to believe because surely there's plenty of other things with much longer. Right. It's a, the Oscars don't give fun things Oscars. You know, no. Like Drew Law didn't get Oscar for uh, for AI. Like Tom Cruise didn't get an Oscar for... You and, uh, you and McGregor didn't get an Oscar for Moulin Rouge or did he? I don't think so. I don't think so. No. But yeah, people don't get Oscars for playing fun little quirky roles. They get Oscars for giving big Kevin Costner speeches and, and saying things with gravitas and, you know. Right. And and method acting and making people feel weird. Yeah. No. Um, but so, yeah, he's fun. And I, have, I don't remember who said it. I don't remember if it was Dolly or if it was the governor or one of them. The, the Jews and Arab should settle their difference in a Christian manner. 
That's the governor. That's the governor. That yes. like, That's the governor. He says that. Oh, man. Um, yes, he says that. But so there's some sort of poll and the people voted. And so the governor's like, yay, I don't have to make a decision. The people voted and shutting it down. Um, he, he wouldn't have cared one way or the other. But so it's got to be shut down. He doesn't have a choice. Last little note that I have here. The last little bummer note I'm going to give is, you know, there's all the people out there with the anti-chicken ranch signs. When I'm mm-hmm. If I was uh, 13, some one of my church leaders would have stuck me out there with a sign. Yeah, probably so. We've probably been some places with signs. Yeah. Yeah. It's happened. Okay. Sorry. Anyway. Moving on. <laughs> um yeah, so they we're, we're shut down. They're shut down, and Ed Earl's got to do it. Official call, nothing personal. The girls have got to find other places to go. And the shot of him, because it's kind of in the dark, and he doesn't move. He's just standing there, off center for the frame. Mm-hmm. It's a good shot, a really good shot. Yeah, there's some really nice cinematic cinematic shots in here. I don't know, like I felt like the the girls kind of talking. It felt very like Rizzo. There are worse things I could do. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do love like it, it is kind of a bummer, but everybody everybody's got a plan. No, everybody's, everybody's like, got a well, plan. That was fun while it lasted, I guess. Like, let's go figure something out. We haven't really addressed the fact that there is um, we have Jewel, who's kind of a mammy kind of character. I mean, it, that that is what it is. She has she has she has agency. She a has, lot of agency. You know, she talks with Dolly Parton about things other than than she's like Bert the, Reynolds. She's so. like the operations manager of the house, yes. pretty much. And so this movie, this movie passes the Bechtel test of all movies. It actually does. Barely, very barely. But there are two named women who talk about something other than a man. It's about, you know, uh, House of Ill Repute management, but they do. They do. They do. And they're going to leave together. Like, mm-hmm. so he comes by the house. It's it, it looks terrible now. Like it's kind of crazy. Like it's been it's this old, you know, house has been there for over a hundred years and it's boarded up and it looks it looks pretty terrible. But they're packing up and um, her name is Jewel. Jewel and Mona are gonna go up north, whatever that means, but they're going together. Like they're like buddies. Um I feel like Dolly could have saved up she should have she should have had you in her life. She should have had a financial planner <sighs> who uh, there should have been enough money coming through there. She could have set herself up. She'd been doing this a while. I, I feel like she could have. I, I feel like that house was not still under mortgage. Yeah, that's a, uh, one thing because that's part of a song. Like I pay the rent, I pay the whatever. I'm like, really? There's rent on this house. Like, who owns this house? It's this like a hundred and something years old. It's yeah. been, I just thought like Willa May like went out and you know built it like the Winchester widow, and uh, you know there's some crazy weird rooms, but that's what that's what it's there for. So yeah, I, I don't know exactly, but. Maybe it's just they they can. It could have been just as much like the house is condemned or whatever because of what it was I versus guess, like I it guess. becoming a like a living a, a living space. But anyway, Burt Reynolds comes. He is wearing the same coat as Brian Dennehy is wearing in First Blood that also came out this year. <sighs> I also think he probably wears Brian Dennehy wears that same coat in uh, Silverado. Okay, really? There's a lot of those coats in Silverado. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Brian Dennehy, friend of the podcast. Uh. and so he comes to tell her that he loves her and he wants to marry her and she's like no and she sings i will always love you like i you know i don't want to get in your way you have these dreams like there's nobody's gonna you can't be a politician and have me be your wife and so you kind of think i mean she has a great she she turns her down and then he just goes out and like i'm 
putting all your stuff in my car, <laughs> like not taking no for an answer. Like, oh, okay. Like, I, I guess that's good. I don't know. Like he picks her up and puts her in the car and she puts her hat on her too much hair wig. It doesn't really work, but, and they drive very, very fast. <laughs> uh, like just in the, in, in the grass, like not on a road. He's just driving bump. Like she's, She's got to be bumping all over the place in that truck. It cannot be comfortable. Um, and they're just off into the sunset. Um, you know, Jim Neighbors gives us a little, we actually get a little narration before this. But that's the thing, like, we don't find out what happens to Melvin. Like, they, they, there should have been some comeuppance a little bit, but. So that's the end of our movie. We end with a big old montage. Yeah, yeah, I did write that down. I was like, I love late 70s and 80s movies. They have to tell us, remind us of everything that happened um, through through a montage. Like, right. just in case you you want to remember your favorite moments, uh, let's, let's see it all again. I'm going to go out on a limb, though, and say that I'd rather have, like, a Ghostbusters montage where it takes us forward a little bit at the end. Mm. I'd rather have that. But uh, I'll take... Just, just give me a montage, though. Just give whatever montage you can give me. <laughs> well, I guess we're gonna. <laughs> anyway. But this was great. This was a lot of fun. Definitely, like, played very light to the subject matter. Um, Have you ever just been reading Playboy magazine from the mid-80s and saw a picture from a movie and thought, let's go watch that and had this much fun? No. I mean, <laughs> that's exactly what happened. Yeah, we were watching... We were, yeah, we were looking through it. We're like, what is this? And we watched the the trailer. And we're like, oh, my gosh. It's a musical. <laughs> <laughs> we've heard of it, but just would have never thought to, to go and watch this. And we just off the cuff, just, huh, let's watch it. It's like it's being advertised and, and celebrated the most forbidden print ever. So <laughs> must fit the category. Uh, well, so um, yeah. last thing, when did Southern stuff get cool? Mm. Do you have any idea? Like, was it – Cannonball Run, was it the, the Smoking in the Bandit? That's it. That's what we're, yes, thank you. That's exactly right. When did right. Southern stuff get cool? I mean, was was there a moment when Johnny Cash, I, I don't know, like when when did Southern stuff kind of cross into mainstream? Was, was it Dukes of Hazzard? It was the what, 70s, so it was during that time. I don't know. I've, I've, I've actually, you know, you got like um, Altman's Nashville movie yeah. comes out about that same time. Because it got real uncool there for most of my life. Most of my life that I lived uh, here, it was real uncool. Right. It was not cool. Like, well, the it wasn't as flashy. Was it me? And- was it my fault that I moved here in like 85? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, he lives here now. He's a nerd. <laughs> Well, I, I hated boots. I, I, like I said before, 1986, and I was like, cowboy boots. You realize Nashville got cool again when we moved Barf. to Memphis. Um, but it's still really cool right it's, now. It stayed cool. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. But it's it's different. Like, it's the Southern hospitality is part of it. But the coolness of this era, like, just the over-the-top, like, everybody in their Southern accent just, just draw, like – just honey pouring out of their mouths onto everything and they're wearing rhinestones and fringe and hats and boots and and all of those things i'm not sure i mean dukes of hazard probably if it didn't we kind of lost the rough and tumble southern though and now we just have like we have the dolly southern and then we have like the road warrior southern like off eating the week and you know like prepping for doomsday southern we kind of we, we lost kind of the rough and tumble southern well, the the Doomsday Southern has always existed. That's true. Um, that's true. That's not it just, new. It just sucked up the uh, the rough and tumble Southerns. 
Right, right. It's or just, I guess some of the rough and tumble got sucked up into the to the bubblegum dolly. Southern. It, there, there's been a great just, di- it, there's it's, been it's a great split. divide. Yes. yes. <laughs> that yeah, that's what that's what that is. Um, but I don't I don't know of this era of just like super flashy. Because I mean, we had like I don't mean no harm, y'all. Urban cowboy. We had. Mm. Uh, rhinestone which oh. oh man if you guys have not heard the song drinkenstein uh if you're not how did this get made for fans you probably have never heard it because who would just go watch rhinestone but it's uh, dolly and sylvester stallone and sylvester stallone singing drinkenstein is wild it's it's very strange but yeah so this was a ton of fun more of this guys write us in if, what have we what are we missing we loved this so what are the holes in our history where that this fits? The, yeah, this this little bitty pocket. But and we'd love to know what you think too, because I'm sure most of you haven't seen this. I'm gonna guess. Um, so watch it. This is a watch. Yeah, we'll you know with a lot of the movies that we're saying like, eh, you know, we're just gonna talk about them. You know the title. You know the basic premise. Yeah, I, that's enough. Literally this week, someone was like, "Should I watch Porky's?" I was like, "No." <laughs> See, I think. I think no. Like, are you a disgusting boy? Then go for it. It's You probably already have. <laughs> if you haven't watched it by now, I don't think it's for you. But th- this one is a is a two thumbs up. It's, it's not great, but it's just a good time. It's a romp. Yes, yes. Literally. But yeah, so we'll be going deeper next week and... and if you've got, if you have any questions, let us know. We'll, we'll love to include that in, in some of the things that we look at. Um, you can hit us up, uh, Forbidden Cinema on Instagram or Forbidden Cinema Podcast at Gmail. And um, enjoy the spring that's coming. Got through an entire movie about a house of ill repute without mentioning a single crotch grabbing technique. Just having just a, just a clapping technique. So. Ew, that's worse. Let's go back. Let's go back. <laughs> We're going to go back to grabbing? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, yes. 100%. All right. Thanks. On that note, bye, guys. Bye. (laughs)